I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 547 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today's guest was the season 15 winner of America's Got Talent. Brandon Leak joins me on the podcast today. Brandon is a spoken word poet and a motivational speaker. Brandon was the very first spoken word poet to ever be on America's Got Talent. He received the golden buzzer in the first round from Howie Mandel. You guys know that Howie himself was a guest right here on First Class Fatherhood. Brandon took home the $1 million prize, a new car, and the opportunity to star in Las Vegas at the Luxor, where he will begin performances November 4th. One of the greatest moments for Brandon on America's Got Talent was when he dedicated a performance to his absentee father. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Brandon Leak will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Brandon Leak was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the America's Got Talent winner and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, if you guys enjoyed today's interview with Brandon Leak and you're a fan of America's Got Talent, you got to go back and check out my interview with Howie Mandel. And you should also check out my interview with runner-up on America's Got Talent, Oz Perlman, the mentalist. He did a mental trick on me there during the interview. I'm still blown away by how that all went down. Uh, so go find it in the archives along with many other great dads that have joined me here on the podcast. Next week, NASA astronaut Victor Glover will be joining me here. He is a part of the Artemis crew and could very well be walking on the moon in a few years. So don't miss out on that. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, please go hit me with a rating or review. That goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Brandon Lee. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. What's doing, dads? I've got two ways for you guys to save money and support First Class Fatherhood. First up, the NFL season is back, and the stands are packed once again with fans the way it's supposed to be. If you plan on taking your kids, going with your family, or going with the guys to the game, Save $20 on your tickets by going to SeatGeek.com or using the SeatGeek app and use my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, First Class, and you're going to save $20 off your tickets. Okay, and secondly, you got to go to MyPillow.com and save up to 66% off using my promo code FATHERHOOD. MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD. I'll tell you right now, their pillows are great, but their mattress toppers, their towels, their bathrobes are next level. You got to check them out. MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and you're going to save up to 66% off your order. All right, you got that, guys? SeatGeek, save $20 on your tickets, promo code over there, first class. My pillow promo code over there, fatherhood. All right, two ways for you guys to save money and support First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Brandon Leak. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hello, thank you for the thank you for the warm introduction and for inviting me to your platform. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's start right here. How many kids do you have? How old? I have two children. Both are under two years old. I have a son who in six days will be two months. And I have a daughter who is 19 months old. So a year and a half and some change. 
Wow. Okay. Very cool. You got the Irish twins going on over there. Uh, if you could, Brandon, please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. So um, as stated, my name is Brandon Leak. I am born and raised in Stockton, California. Still live here. Um, my history is I was a hoop head for a long time, went off to college, played Division Two, dropped the ball, picked up a ballpoint pen and started writing lyrics and doing poetry in particular spoken word. And from there, um, did some traveling around the world, touring with my poems, taught, worked in nonprofit, tried out for America's Got Talent, didn't make it, tried out again, made it, and then inevitably won the show as the first spoken word artist to not only ever make the show, but also win it. So yeah, um, that's a little bit of a brief version of the story. And in the middle of all that, I had two children and got married. Yeah, incredible stuff, Brandon. Yeah, what what a wild journey you've had here. So take me to the beginning of that then. Uh, How old were you when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, man, I first became a I first became a dad in 2019. Uh, It was my daughter is a leap year baby. So February 29th. Um, And it was a it was a really wild thing. My daughter was born like two weeks before the pandemic started. So like I was able to be in like the delivery room. We were able to like do life as normal in that regard. And so it was a it was it was a huge shift because I grew up without a dad in my life in terms of like my biological father. I had other people who played that role. But um but yeah, it was um it was it was a dream come true because the only thing I ever longed to be when I grew when I was a young person was to be a father. And so it uh it was scary because I knew that I would never be able to be as independent as I was before fatherhood. It was gratifying because I knew that I would be able to be a better father to my child than my dad was to me. And it was, uh, it was truly a blessing from God because she showed me so much more of who I not only am, but who I needed to become when she showed up into this world. And so, yeah. Yeah, really good stuff, Brandon. And one thing I do talk about a lot on my show is the fatherless crisis that we have going on in our country. We got so many kids uh, growing up without a dad or a father figure in the home. And it's never to take anything away. I always make the, the stipulation to say it's not to take away from the single moms that are working miracles out there. Uh, but I think the fact that so many kids are growing up without a father in the home is, is causing a lot of trouble. In my opinion, I think it's the number one social issue that we have going on. It's causing a lot of chaos in our society here. And um, uh, I know that many people have spoken about this. You, you spoke about this in one of your poems. I know that you did uh, during the America's Got Talent to your dad, which I thought was a was a wonderful moment there. Uh, what's your take on all of it? Yeah, man, I think um, I think that we I think I think that we as a nation addressing not even just as a nation as the world addressing the the, the need for positive real male role model figures as well as like legitimate biological fatherhood to be embraced and celebrated is something that we need to put more on the forefront of our culture because growing up with a single mother, like my mom did the absolute best job that a single mom could ever do in trying to raise a son and trying to raise a child on her own. But my mom didn't have to do it on her own. She had a village. She had my grandpa. She had my grandma. She had my uncle. She had church family. Um, But that's not the case for everybody. Like a lot of people have to make decisions on, yo, do we, uh, 
do I go to work or do I, you know, stay home with my kids? Like, do I leave my five-year-old to watch my like three-month-old kid and make sure that this child is taken care of? Or do I, you know, like spend part of our rent money to get a babysitter tonight? And those types of things are hard decisions that shouldn't have to be made. And, you know, our society, you know, albeit whatever you want to throw, throw at it, has had a number of factors that have impacted the fatherhood and its ability to be effective in our world. And so I, I agree with you. It's something that, like, I think that we would see so much less childhood trauma, so much less, you know, adults having to deal with these type of, you know, mental issues that they're dealing with if we were to not only have fatherhood more highlighted and, and impactful, but also if we were to have healthy men being raised. Um, because I think a lot of us are still coping with a lot of the negative things that we've been taught and having to unlearn in the midst of fatherhood. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And it's one of the major reasons I do this podcast here and bring on successful people like yourself is that just to hear them attest to the fact that they've accomplished all these great things in life, but truly fatherhood gives them the most sense of fulfillment in life. And it's really something, I think somewhere along the line, it's gotten skewed where we're chasing all the material life and, and we're not really going after that thing that brings the most fulfillment in life. So uh, I, I love the fact that, that, you know, like I said, you brought it to the forefront there. You're open about your relationship. And again, it never takes away. It's not to say every kid that grows up without a mom is going to drop out of high school, but 73% of kids that drop out of high school have no father in the home. So, I mean, it always seems to correlate with those statistics going down the line. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I think a, an interesting part too, to dive into is like, when fathers are present, how do we, how do we enable fathers to be able to be all of themselves, right? Because fatherhood is, fatherhood is just as necessary as motherhood is in the equation because, you know, it takes two to be able to create this child and it's going to take two plus more to be able to raise it. And I think both for the father and the mother, if we get healthier parents who are living lives that are fulfilling, that are displaying to their children exactly what it looks like to live a healthy, accomplished, and I'm not even saying like wealthy or anything like that, but like a life in which like their children can say like, yo, like I see my parents have joy in the midst of what they do. Like, I think that when we also begin to focus on that aspect of what fatherhood looks like, of what motherhood looks like, of what parenting looks like, I think you begin to see a shift in a generational change in youth who say, hey, like, I know my parents sacrificed, I know my parents worked hard, but also my parents had joy, they had love, they had, they had fun in the midst of it all too. Because parenthood doesn't all have to just be, like movies and stuff always show parenthood as this like, task where the parents are always worn out and tired and all this other stuff when in all actuality as you said like the greatest joy that we all have when we have children is seeing them grow up and accomplish what accomplish their dreams and who they want to become and we do the things that we do whether it be you with this podcast me with my poetry we do these things as a means to be able to provide for them and being able to ensure that they'll have all the things that they'll need yeah, right on. Good stuff, Brandon. And, and getting into you here as a dad, what would you say are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids growing up? Yeah, um, I want them to, I would say my top three would be faith, um, discipline, and 
uh, solid moral compass. Um, actually, I'll get rid of moral compass because I think that's tied into my faith one. I'll say honesty. Um, and not just honesty to other people, but honesty to themselves. Like, I think that those three would be the key ones I want them to have. Yeah, yeah, really well said. And I think leaning into that faith aspect of it, too, that's one of the I'm a faith based person myself. The most important part of my day is we sit down as a family every night together, and eat dinner, we pray together. Uh, and it's to me, I, I think it's the if we could bring families back to the dinner table again, uh, I think a little bit of faith, more family. I think those two things alone would solve 90 percent of the trouble that we're seeing in a country here. Yeah, man. And like for myself, I, uh, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I know that my healing has all come from God. Um, and my, my greatest longing for people is to not have behavior modification, but instead like really be able to find like true relationship in that regard in which, you know, is the most transformative aspect of all of it. So yeah, man, I agree with you. Right, and, and let me jump into with, with the two little ones there. What is your uh, what's your bedtime routine look like? Are, are you reading poetry at night? Are you a storyteller? Are you a lullaby guy? How's bedtime working in your house? So, man, my uh, my daughter is a uh, my daughter is like a huge mama's girl a lot of the time, especially during this current season. So, like, it's all about like mom during bedtime wanting her to read her stories and stuff so i uh most of the time during her bedtime routine i do bat. i try to do bass with her where we'll like play little games and i'll have like she has like these little characters that i'll be like oh hey you know look at this person and like do that little stuff and then um yeah and then like you know as she's getting ready to go down to bed we'll read like maybe one or two stories and then her mom will come in and put her down or a lot of the time it's just her mom taking care of that role. And then I'll take my son and I'll just walk outside with him because he hates being inside unless he's sleeping. He loves being outside, looking up at the sky being like, so love, love both of them to death though. Yeah. Very cool. And then, and then getting into what you do. One of the things here, Brandon, as much as technology has evolved here and it seems like it's gotten so much greater, uh, we don't have people that are writing Shakespeare today. We don't have people uh, who are, who are making music like Mozart today. We don't, we don't have those, um, that, that, that we don't have people painting like Michelangelo today. Like, I feel like we've advanced in so many ways, but we don't have those, those natural things that would just seem to be uh, in abundance years ago. I love the fact that you're bringing the spoken word, the poetry to the forefront here. It had to have sparked an interest in many, many kids across the country here. What kind of advice or what got you started in the spoken poetry, spoken word poetry? And what advice do you have for, for dads or parents out there that have kids that are interested in something like what you're doing here? Yeah, I think I think the reason why um, we see less of the ty that type of art is because we as a society have not uh, invested in creativity or not appreciated it enough. Like, like how many parents actually want their kids to be artists growing up? You know what I mean? Most of them think like, oh, you're going to be so poor, like you're not going to make any money. And it's like, but we consume art every day, whether you consider this iPhone art or not. It, it really is because the reality is an iPhone just has to be like functional. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to do anything. The car that you drive doesn't have to look nice. It just has to get from A to B, but we like the cars or the phones or the clothes that look good. And so I think that when we begin to really start looking at how much art is involved in our daily lives, we'll really appreciate 
creativity a lot more. So I think that's why you don't see as much of it anymore. And in terms of any kid or parent who wants to get their 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 young ones more involved, I just say, go get a notebook and tell them to start writing whatever's on their mind, whatever's in their heart. And like the, the biggest beauty of a notebook is that it doesn't judge you for what you put into it. But yeah, I think the most beautiful part about a notebook is that it won't judge you for what you put into it. And so I just tell, I tell parents, I tell kids, I'm like, yo, just start writing. I, you don't have to be good to start, just start. Yeah. Yeah. Re- really good stuff. And I know you got the new album out now. I think it's black chakra and you got the show coming up in Las Vegas. Uh, what can you tell the listeners about that? Where, where can they go to find out more about it? Yes. So in terms of my album, it is entitled Level. Uh, it's myself and a poet out of Baltimore named Black Chakra. Um, it is on every single streaming platform in the world. So you can listen to it anywhere, including YouTube and YouTube music. Uh, my Vegas residency starts on November 4th. The first two nights of shows are already completely sold out. So if you want to come see us, then I would highly recommend you get your tickets as soon as possible before all of them sell out. Um, it's a year-long running residency, but I will only be there for the first five weeks and then one week a month after that. So if you want to see me in it, is uh, then, then you'll want to make sure that you come early on and come holla at your boy. Wow, very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to drop a link in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can get over there, grab some tickets, check out more about what you do. What's next for you here, Brandon? What kind of plans or goals? Any more kids in the works for you? You going to try to break the tie there? What kind of goals you got for yourself coming up? <laughs> yeah, for me, um, no, no more, no more naturally born children as of right now. My wife is, uh, my wife's all good on that front. We have two and we got our boy and our girl. So I think that that's a really good, uh, I think that's a really good spot to be in and, uh, but definitely want to adopt another child. Um, I think that that's something that we as a society need to do a better job at caring for those who don't have homes. And so, um, but yeah, I, uh, I got a movie coming out in February, as long as it gets done getting edited perfectly. Um, and, uh, some other stuff I legally can't talk about yet because we have to wait until people sign their end of contracts. But no, nah, in terms of family, just trying to be the best dad I can be. Yeah. Wow. Awesome stuff. And congratulations on all your success. Sounds like so many exciting things coming your way here. Uh, so good for you. The last thing I want to hit you with here, Brandon, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Yeah, so for the about-to-be father or new dad, um, be patient with yourself. Be patient with your partner. Um, It's a stressful time. It's a beautiful time. You're going to learn new things about each other. You're going to learn new things about yourself. And in the midst of that, be okay with everything not going according to plan. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Brandon Leak, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.
Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Brandon Leak for giving me a few minutes of his time. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. It always goes a long way to help me out. If you guys are interested in supporting the uh, podcast here and saving some money, today's episode was brought to you by SeatGeek. Go buy your football tickets, baseball tickets, Broadway tickets. Go buy them on SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and use that promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and you're going to save $20 on your tickets. So you're going to put some money back in your pocket and you're going to help support the podcast here. Uh, A fair exchange is no crime. So get over to SeatGeek.com, buy your tickets, use the promo code FIRSTCLASS, save $20 on your tickets. That's all I got for you guys. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.